0: Chapter 2 of Bunny Brothers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dwarika. You can follow me on my blogspot, lifearounddwarika.blogspot.com. Bunny Brothers by Jacqueline Clayton. Chapter 2 pinky escapes even before nurse raven came pinky had begun to repent his folly but before the day was over he would have given anything not to have had that stupid idea of pretending to have a cold at first he hoped mother would soon come back so that he could tell her how sorry he was to have been so naughty and. What a miserable little creature he felt. Every time he whimpered or called out, Mummy, Nurse Raven gave him a sharp peck with her heartbeat, which hurt very much, and told him to be quiet at once or to lie still. And whenever Mrs. Bunny did come upstairs, Nurse Raven ran to the door and said that he was just going to sleep or... Oh, That it was better not to come in and excite him, so he hardly saw his mother at all. Poor Pinky had never been so unhappy. He lay there from hour to hour, taking his gruel and nasty medicines very meekly, and doing without a murmur everything that he was told to do. In fact, he was such a model young rabbit that nurse raven began to relent a little towards evening she came and sat beside his bed oh how it made him shiver to see her beak so near him and taking out her knitting she said she would tell him some stories to cheer him up pinky knew what sort of stories they would be he had heard them before all about the cruel and heartless tricks of her friends the weasels a family hated by the bunnies, but much admired by Nurse Raven, who was never tired of talking about them. I expect you would like to hear about dear Billy Wizard and the foolish field mouse. All my little patients love that story, she began. Pinky could not bear the story, the end of which made his blood run cold. But of course, He was obliged to say he would like to hear it very much i must try not to listen he thought or i know i shall cry and then she will be angry and peck me for not laughing so witness raven went on and on with the dreadful details of how poor little father field mouse tried to escape from Willy weasel but Was caught just before he reached his home and safety. Pinky closed his eyes and thought about the happy family downstairs. He could hear the cheerful rattle of tea things and Percy's joking voice as he scraped a piece of toast, which he seems to have burned, judging by the smell which came up through a little crack in the floor. Oh. If I had not been so silly, I should be down there too, he groaned to himself. Now I don't know how I shall ever escape from this horrid room. Nurse Raven never goes to sleep, and she won't let anyone come near me. Oh, what shall I do? A ripple of laughter broke in on his sad thoughts. So, that was the end of Father Feilmore's. And when his wife came to the door and saw his tail hung up for a knocker, they say her heart broke and she fell down on the mat quite dead. What do you think of that for a funny story? Pinky looked at Nurse Raven with shining wide open eyes. I don't believe you are listening or you would laugh, she said angrily, making a peck at his long ears but he was too quick for her and slipped under the blanket. A sudden thought had come to him. If he could put out the candle, perhaps in the darkness, he would be able to reach the window, and then it would be easy to leap out and escape. There was a nice parsley bed outside which would break the fall. Come up, naughty child, come up at once, cried Nurse Raven catching hold of what she thought was a Pinky under the quilt. But it was really only the pillow which he had pulled down on purpose. Pinky himself had slipped out on the other side of the bed, and dashing underneath it, he seized the leg of the little table on which the candlesticks and medicine bottles stood. There was a crash, then darkness, and... With one bound, he was at the window. For a moment he thought he was lost, for he could not find the catch. He heard cries and the shuffling of feet behind him. Happily, the glass was brittle. It cracked and splintered, and a minute later, Pinky found himself lying among the soft parsley, panting and bleeding, but free. He felt rather dazed. But he knew he must not give way yet if he wanted to get out of the clutches of Nurse Raven. Aunt had hope, will save me! Aunt had hope, will save me! he kept murmuring, and the thought seemed to give him new courage. Dragging himself to the hedge, he crept through it and limped toward the wood. A little glimmer of light showing Between the trunks of the tree told him that Aunt Hedda was at home, and he knew she would take pity on him. His foot hurt him very much, but he struggled on manfully. It seemed ages before he reached the door, but at last he got there. Just as he was about to knock, the door opened with a rattle of chains and grinding of boards. And in the flood of warm firelight, he saw Aunt Hedgehog coming out to fill her kettle. Oh, how happy Pinky felt as with a little cry he ran forward. My goodness, what was that? cried Aunt Hedgehog, dropping the kettle and drawing back. But almost at the same time, she saw Pinky and held out her arms. In a moment he was in them and sobbing out his story. Aunt Hedholm did not say a single scolding word. She only waited until he was calmer and then she began to put on her shawl and bonnet. Don't be afraid, my dear, she said, as she saw Pinky's look of terror. Of course, you shall stay here. But we must let your poor mother know, or she would be crazy before morning if she thought her little boy was lost. I just ran over and tell her you are all right and very sorry for causing her so much pain. You sit in the big armchair until I come back. Then we will see about making up a little bed for you. And she bustled off. Pinky felt very much ashamed of himself. How kind Aunt Hedgehog was, and dear mother too. He wished he could do something to please them. He thought and thought, the best thing is to be very good and not tell fibs and go to school, I expect. He said at last, but that's so easy. I wish I could do something special. He went on drowsily as his tired little head dropped lower and lower on Aunt Hedgehog's comfortable cushion. End of chapter 2 Recording by Dwarka